Here we go. Episode number 22 of Those Suma Guys. Mm. I'm Mike Herman here with Sean, as always. Sean, how are you doing? Not too bad. Battling a little bit of a cold from Charlie, but hence the life as kids, or that is the life with kids, so that is fun. We'll push through. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to talk about kind of the mind game of CrossFit or fitness. And and honestly, it just gonna, it's going to carry over to a lot of other areas of life too. But we're going to kind of organize this episode into three parts. Uh, kind of the first part, getting to the gym and before the workout starts. And, and then we're going to get into during the workout, you know, you're in the in the trenches, you're battling. And then after the workout, and kind of talk about the the mental game that goes into each one of those parts, what people struggle with the most and and maybe how to reframe and, and uh, you know, improve their, their mental game, right? Anything you want to add to that, Sean? No, I think it's a, it's a pretty good topic considering what we're doing with the open and just um, uh, we, you know, we're two weeks into that. And we've talked about it before is like when it was five weeks versus three weeks, that you really had to kind of find that mental, that- that extra gear yeah to go through five weeks um and still at three weeks it's still a good amount um and it is like it it can be uh using that as a specific example it can be kind of nerve-wracking for a lot of people because it's the unknown they can't plan for it you know um and it's just how to survive that and not even survive just be successful in it as well Gotta say, I feel more prepared than any other year of the open it. so far. It's like it's like we studied all the questions and the questions showed <laughs> up on the test. We are two for two as far as what doing <sighs> these workouts in the past year. Yeah, we'll see what the last week has in store for us. So yeah, let's start talking about um, you know, before the workout, maybe even before going to the gym. I mean, one of the big things that I, I think we maybe we should start with here is talking about motivation. Like I think people throw that that word around a lot and they're like, Oh, I'm just not motivated right now to go to the gym or this workout. They don't like the workout, you know, it's not in their wheelhouse. Uh, and they're not feeling like a, this surge of motivation to like run to the gym and, you know, be the first one there to, to do it. Uh, so what do you have to say about that part, Sean, to get started? Well, I think like with, um, with the motivation part, it's like, it's really easy. And, um, kind of some of the stuff that we'll cover here in a second, um, I think it always goes back into like your kind of your mindset towards those things anyway. Like you were just saying, maybe it's a workout that you look at it and you're like, I'm going to be terrible at that. Um, or that is not in my wheelhouse or whatever it is. You know, that right there, that statement, even to your, yourself is already kind of hurting that motivation in a way um, to where like you have now mentally checked out and you're going to start to come up with a million different things of why you shouldn't do it because you're not good at it because it's going to be hard or um, maybe I'm not flexible enough to get in a, that position or whatever it may be. Um, and I think that's a really big one that affects motivation directly um, because I've done it and I'm sure you have done it. Everybody's done oh, yeah. it where you've looked at it where, you know, and this goes even outside of this, but it's like, you, you can, you could talk yourself out of it immediately by being like, ah, I hate that, you know? And I think, um, 
as far as motivation goes, like whether whether people want to admit it, it's like they're with the competitive piece in a way like of of what we do in CrossFit. It's like you want to be good at stuff. Right. And because you're working out with your peers and then it's also right. You can like talk yourself down because of that. You're like, well, my like Mike, if I'm working out next to you and Mike's going to be so much better at this and like I don't want to look bad in front of Mike because like we work out all the time and we're like equals. Um, And I think that's like another thing. It's like it's just a lot of um, it's just a lot of talking to yourself um, from the get go. And uh, yeah, like, what do you think, Mike? One more thing on the motivation part, I think, is this is what I often tell people is don't wait for motivation. Like motivation will will come and go. It'll, they'll have high points and low points all throughout your life, different stages. And, you know, if you're debating going to the gym or not, do not rely on your motivation level. Right. Just just go, just show up, make it a habit to go a certain number of times a week or whatever, same days, whatever you have to do to, to, to keep regular consistency. Don't be like, I'm only going to go to the gym when I'm motivated. Cause guess what? You're not, (laughs) you're not going to be motivated the four, three or four or five days a week that you're going to go to the gym. And in fact, like people think that I'm motivated all the time. I am not. All right. Spoiler. (laughs) Uh, I am not motivated, but I just come and I do it because that's what you need to do. You can't, you can't just rely on this like feeling of motivation because that is not going to be there all the time. Right. Um, Yeah. And you were kind of getting into like some of the self-talk, you know, talking yourself out of the workout or uh, I think that's a, that's a the big part of it when we're talking about before the workout starts, you know, or even getting to the gym, like um, just, you know, you're telling yourself you're not good at burpees or you're not good at this. And uh, and you could even take that the other way. And, you know, obviously and we'll talk about that down the road is like turning it into a positive and just being like, all right, you know, I may not be good at this, but this is going to be my chance to improve on this. And that's what that's what I try and do is I'll take that 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 workout that's not in my wheelhouse. And I've those are the days now that I force myself to go. Yeah, those are the days where I'm like, hey, this is not in my wheelhouse. This is the workout I need to show up for. Yeah, um, I agree. And uh, I, I do the same thing. You know, we've talked about it to exhaustion at this point of my inability to do handstand pushups and like forcing myself to always go to those um, those workouts because I'm not good at them. And like, <clears throat> again, it's be it'd be really easy uh, to be like, ugh, I'm like, I'm never going to get better at those. Um, and if you don't ever work on them, yeah, you're right. You're never going to get better at them. Right. And I think it's this. um it's kind of like this cyclical thing, like thought process of like, I'm never going to get better at them. So I'm not going to do them. And then when I have to do them, I can't do them or I'm not good at them to which then I go back to the top and be like, I'm never going to get better at them. And I just stay in that cycle the whole time. Um, Whereas like you were saying, if you can turn it into a positive thought um, right off the bat and and try and, um, you know, have a more optimistic uh, viewpoint, on things of being like, you know what, I'm going to go do these today. I'm going to try and get better at them. Did I get good work at these? Yes. Was I able to do them maybe to their fullest extent? Not, not yet. Right. But maybe one day I will be able to. 
And I think yeah, that's yeah. a big, that's a big thing of um, it's trying to take the, the negative beliefs and push them off to the side from the beginning and turning those like into those positive beliefs, like you said. Um, and it's hard to do again, because it, you know, this is a, I wish it was easy, right? But you can, you are your own worst enemy sometimes as far as, um, you know, how your mindset is towards something. Um, and sometimes it is hard to be optimistic, but it'll help in the long run. Yeah. I'll even push back on that a little bit because I, I do a deep dive into some of these things. I would even say being optimistic is good. But I would even say, like, I think what you were describing was actually more of a realistic mindset versus right. opt optimistic, because uh, I would say optimist would be like, uh, this is going to go great. You know, I'm going to I'm going to show up to this handstand workout, handstand push up workout, and this is going to go great. And then you show up to the workout and you can't do a single one. <laughs> and you're like, you're fall to pieces. You know, you're like, you're like, you're like, this just went totally opposite of what I was trying to tell myself. So I would say even better mindset would be going with a realistic mindset. So the difference would be, I'm going to go into this workout and I know I'm going to struggle with these and they're going to be hard, but this is how I'm going to get better at them for the next time. And I'm going to keep showing up for these days. And then guess what? One day you show up and it's better. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And I, you know, I think I agree with you uh, with that is uh, in that article we were talking about before this, it talks about, um, you know, uh, their, their one line is like, if the belief that you have in anything too, this isn't just working out, it could be diet or whatever. Um, but if you believe, if your belief is unhealthy, then the individual will feel and behave in a suboptimal manner. And then obviously the convert, uh, like the converse of that is true, is true. So if you go into it with a, your belief is a healthy belief, then you will perform better mentally right off the bat. Yeah. Um, I mean, it seems a little obvious, but I don't know how much people actually, uh, how much stake people put into their mindset going, coming to the gym before the workout starts. Um, you know, if you, if you're not someone who thinks about that, Maybe just like tune into what you're, what's going on in your head leading yeah. up to that workout. And, you know, just be like, what, what kind of thoughts are churning around in there and just be aware of them. Well, and this article even has like the example of those, those thoughts that you were just talking about is, um, so we'll take a hypothetical. It's the handstand pushups, right? Um, it's like, you know, it, it breaks it down into certain steps. And I do like this where, you know, when you, when it's in your brain, that's one thing. They actually say that you should take those thoughts and then write them down, write them down on a piece of paper. And then after you've written them down and being very honest with yourself, um, read them back to yourself and see how it sounds to you when you actually reread it back to yourself. Because like, you know, your brain's a weird thing where in the middle of you forming a sentence, you can change it on the fly and, you're telling yourself that this was the right change. But if I write it down, I'm going to be much more present in rereading that um, because it is, I can't change it in the immediate thing. Um, and then it's like, as I reread them, it's like taking, like if you really struggle with this too, this could be a good, um, good practice to have is like rereading them. And if they sound 
negative or you know unhealthy in your belief like again if it's a handstand push-up and you're just like um um every time i do this my shoulder hurts or every time i do this blah 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 like whatever it is uh i'm gonna like i can um take that and then kind of spin it and then rewrite it afterwards to try and change that perspective as well um and make it a powerful tool yeah like expressing it in a more positive way um yeah like it's a it like you said it's very it's a simple thing that i don't think a lot of people take a lot of um put a lot of credence in because um it's just you right it's just you and yourself (laughs) when your own thoughts yeah, I think uh, one more thing to, to talk about before the workout starts, you know, is, uh, and this is, I think, relevant to the open, is uh, if you get a little nervous before the workout, maybe, yeah. you know, tuning into what you're feeling before the workout too, like emotion-wise and all that kind of stuff, like what your mood is like, um, but maybe you are feeling a little nervous, just kind of like reframing that could be as simple as being like, you know, you're just ready and you care. Like you're ready for this workout. You care enough to even be nervous. Yeah. Um, that's how I try and do it. Like I still to this day, this is my 10th open. I'm still <laughs> quote nervous going to every single one of them. But I've learned over the years to reframe that feeling into like, I'm excited. Like I'm just excited and I care and this is me being ready to go. Right. When I think uh, with everything they were talking about prior to the workout and being like mentally prepared for it. Yeah. And it's just having a focus on what you're about to do. Right. Like you were just saying is uh, if I go into it totally disconnected from what we're going to do, like, and then it blindsides you or I maybe I even overthink it and I just create anxiety towards it, not even nervousness. Right. It's a. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a slippery slope, either direction there. Um, yeah. And it's just staying focused. Yeah. I could kind of tie into this. Like I wanted to touch on one more thing before the workout, before we get into the workout here, there's like all or nothing or black and white thinking. You kind of made me, reminded me of that. Like if you go into this workout being like, if I don't get this number on the weight, or if I don't hit this number, this round, uh, that, the workout will be a failure in some way, you know, or if I don't PR my time today, that it's going to be a failure in some way. Um, Going in with this, like all or nothing mindset uh, can also hold you back. Um, Particularly afterwards, which we'll get into too, like when you finish and you're like disappointed, but um, I, I see it a lot. Like a lot of people have this all or nothing mindset when it comes to the workout where they're like, it's bar muscle ups today and I can't do bar muscle ups and I'm not going to come. Um, it can show up in a lot of ways. Right. Well, well, yeah. Like, and you said, even if it's, so we use the open as an example and, um, week one, there was ring muscle ups. So there were so many people that were like, I can't do ring muscle ups. Like, what am I going to do? And I was like, well, you have to make it there first. <laughs> Yeah, which is an uphill battle. And, and it I, was a great workout up until that point. Yeah. And I think like you can beat yourself up with that, you know, black or white uh, mindset of like, or black or white thinking of, I can't do a, um, a ring muscle up and I have totally discounted all of the stuff prior to it that I need to get through that I can do, right? 
and they're focusing on just one specific thing that they can or can't do that's at the very end of the workout. And um, yeah, again, it could be uh, it could be really detrimental to to your your health and wellness, especially when it comes to the fitness side of it. Um, and even actually, even let me take a step back, even on the nutritional side of it, having a more black or white thought process that we've talked about before, it can be can be hard because you're like, well, I ate a piece of cake today. I'm a complete failure. This whole thing was a mess. Yeah. You know? And um, like that can, again, you're just, you end up hurting yourself by having that kind of thought process. Um, Yeah. And it, it's, uh, it, it's a hard thing to do. Um, and I think some of the stuff that we've talked about up to this point can help settle the mind down a little bit. Um, and it's not allowing those, those negative thoughts to kind of grab a foothold in your brain. Um, and like, uh, uh, in this article, we talked about it prior to hopping on, they have like the one, or they have two examples here. And it was just like prior to a workout, it's like our beliefs work the same way. Uh, I'm sorry, if a CrossFitter believes getting upside down in a handstand is scary, then guess what? Uh, his or her mind is going to find all of the scary bits of that experience, put them in the spotlight and turn the volume up to 11, right? Like it, it's, it's again, um, it's taking stock of like what we're about to do and not, not having these unpleasant thoughts just kind of, you know, take over. Yeah. I mean, it's fine to have them. Everybody has them. It's yeah. just a matter of, I think that needs to be acknowledged is like you just you have the power to reframe them and re like you have control over your thoughts, um, yeah. you know, to some degree in terms of like reframing them, at least. Well, I think uh, like if you talk about like what these thoughts can do to us in two different ways, like um, you can feel them both emotionally, like whether you have like that anxiety or worry or stress about it. Yep. Um, what we were talking about earlier, you can feel some of these manifesting themselves. Right. And then physically, you know, you have like that butterfly feeling or like you get nauseous because you've worked yourself up so bad or like you're, you're hyper aware of all the aches and pains that you have that are about to manifest in this workout that you're about to do or whatever it is like you, that, that mindset can, can really wreck you in both ways. Yeah. Well, let's say you've prepared for the workout, you know, you're, you're, you've done some of the work here to reframe your thoughts and, you know, you're going in with a good mood and attitude and you're ready to hit it hard. The workout starts and everything just goes great, right? <laughs> <laughs> what happens during the workout for a lot of people? Uh, see, um, when we talk about this, this is where we start getting into that, like mental toughness part of it. Like you have your preparation and your beliefs prior to the workout. And then it's like, you know, the quote unquote shit hits the fan and it all falls apart or you're just riding high through it. Um, and it's like, how do you uh, how do you overcome that like pressure or, you know, adversity when it hits you? And I think this is where a lot of people um, can, can make really big like strides or they they crumble because of it. Um, and I think it does go back to your belief system prior to it. But um, like you were saying, if you have these negative beliefs, like it's already, you're already going to be a tick down on the old ladder there. But um, it's like when we're in it and we start to 
uh like we have that uh we said that selective focus of certain things of uh you know an, an unpleasant detail that you have um and using it to to color your feelings about the whole thing uh like man my hands are hurting and i hate pull-ups because my hands are hurting or stuff like that um yeah again it's like, like you're starting to kind of break yourself down during it and that's never good <laughs> yeah when you know everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face is like something that comes to mind right now you know the workout if you are pushing the intensity you know will get hard usually <laughs> depending on the workout but uh yeah. when those workouts do get difficult is kind of where some of these thoughts and uh you know other things come come out uh for a lot of people and some people kind of uh you know take it as like motivation and go faster or continue to keep that pace and some people let it get get to them to the point where you know they, they slow down and but it's not a physical sometimes it's not a physical limitation sometimes it's purely just you know you letting your thoughts kind of win the moment kind yeah. of makes me think of something like you said before like writing down your thoughts so now I'm not suggesting that you go and write down your thoughts <laughs> in the middle of a workout like you would prior but this is what I tell people to try this this trick sometimes is just like imagine that your thoughts in the middle of a workout were being Bluetooth to the speaker so that everybody could hear what's going on in there. Like, would you be proud of it? Yeah. You know? Would would you be ashamed? You know, I know for me, sometimes I would be ashamed. Like it, my brain can can be a little mean sometimes, and it's like, <laughs> oh, you're not gonna be able to finish this. You're you know, you're, you're getting too tired. You're not going to be able to go to keep this pace or like, there's all these little creeping negative thoughts that come through your head. Um, but I think just bringing some awareness to it again, like imagining that they're being broadcasted through the speaker, like bringing some awareness to them can be a powerful way. And again, changing them, uh, you know, it takes work and some time and some effort, but you can kind of reframe some of these thoughts, uh, once you start noticing them. Yeah. And then uh, I'll take that one step further, Mike. I think um, it's like when you're in the middle of something, uh, so we'll use a workout um, and then I'm going to kind of draw a parallel to, you know, my past of playing in a sport. Um, but it's, I think a big thing is like your concentration on things. Um, like your ability to uh, cut out a lot of the distractions that are present in the moment, right? So say it's a really hard workout. And then you start to focus on the clock or everybody else around you and you start to lose focus and your concentration on what you're doing, right? Then that allows all of these like little, um, you know, the voices in your head to start speaking a little louder and they kind of get more into those intrusive thoughts of like, I'm going too slow because I'm comparing myself to one other thing. But if you can stay hyper-focused on what the task is at hand then that's the best like again you've played a sport like i played a sport like if uh in the middle of a, uh, a football game if i lose focus on what i'm doing and i don't do my job and then the the other team has a big play or whatever it is uh then i have i've lost right like i have i have lost my concentration on my task at hand and i have 
I have then created these negative thoughts because it happened because I, I lost my focus. Right. And I think like in anything that we're going to talk about here, both, you know, nutritionally workouts or whatever, concentration is going to be key. And I think it ultimately will help you, you know, essentially block out everything else around you. Um, focusing on if I'm about to do 30 cleans, focusing on just doing my 30 cleans in my own way, not changing it because I'm looking at somebody else doing something different, right? I'm looking at the clock and being like, there's not enough time. I have now, you know, um, kind of started to get out of my thing. And, I, and all of a sudden my whole plan goes, goes away. Right. Um, and then again, it goes back to those negative thoughts that we had in the beginning and then it compounds. And then in a little bit, when we talk about post-workout and everything, it, it just makes that experience a little bit worse. So I really do think that concentration is, is, is key during the workout and staying focused on what you're doing. Yeah, let's dig, let's dig into that a little bit because you you just reminded me of something that I wanted to touch on. Um, yeah, I think you know, and that this could expand out, like you said, to other things other than just working out. But you know, you can spend time on things, right? You can just like be there, right, in the middle of a workout or whatever. Um, but your attention and your focus are what matters. Yeah, you know, like you. Let's just go even a little deeper here, Sean. Like <laughs> you, you could spend time with somebody, right? Like, let's say you want to spend more time with your parents, whatever. Uh, you can be there, but if you're on your phone and eating dinner, uh, you know, on your phone, looking at social media, guess what? That is not time well spent. <laughs> right. Um, because your focus and your attention is not on the, the task at hand. Um, and let's take this for a workout, like you said you know you you want that you want your attention to be on what you're doing at the moment whether that's like thinking about jumping through your legs to get that barbell over your head a little bit easier or you know uh the rhythm of your stepping back on your burpees or whatever attention or whatever detail that you want to focus on in, in that moment like that's the most important part is like whatever you have focus and attention to is what you bring meaning to you yeah. know what i mean that's like everything um, you know, when it comes to like getting work done for, for work, like your focus is, is, uh, is what matters, you know, and that's how you can get the most quality stuff done. And, and, and often in sports and, and working out, it's called like a flow state, uh, -huh. uh, where you basically limit distractions enough to the point where you're just in this, uh, this groove, you know, where you're just like, you're just reacting and, uh, you know, you're doing what you're, you kind of taught your body to do through practice and you're not really thinking about it. Um, so it's called a flow state. Um, so that's the ideal Like you're striving to like limit the distractions and just let everything take over. And, uh, and that's like, that's what you're trying to strive for. It's like things like yoga and stuff. That's what they're trying to do is they're trying to limit distractions. And most of the distractions are not like, uh, a fire alarm going off in the background of your workout. It's like the thoughts in your head are probably the number one distraction that you're going to face. I was going to say, well, I, I feel like I hear that more than anything. I, we'll use yoga as an example of like, I don't like yoga because I can't sit still or I can't turn my brain off. Right. 
that right there like that is that is exactly what we're talking about here um yeah and uh i think um in the article that we were talking about they they give three um kind of strategies as far as like in the middle of this like how do i stay concentrated and how do i stay focused on things or you know um and they have it as as like uh dissociation association and then self-talk which is what we've already talked about Oh, and it's just like what we were saying before is like just repeating those positive thoughts, right? Um, your example of like, would your inner thoughts be, you know, um, played over the over the speaker and like, how would you think of those? So it's again, trying to stay positive and let the inner voices in your head be positive and shouting encouragement for yourself instead of this is too hard or whatever it is. Um, and then they have uh, dissociation and association of like, you know, their strategy with dissociation is like uh, focusing on, again, the task at hand, but um, taking it and, you know, doing like counting your reps, like just focus on counting your reps and, you know, finding the, we always talk about these strategies of say it's a big set of uh, toes to bar, whatever. It's like, it's much more palatable for you to be like, I'm just going to do small sets of three to four and always just do that over and over again, then do this one big set and then fall apart and then like barely get it. And then I'm starting to fail reps because I, I have no plan. Um, you know, focusing on that, focusing on the music and allowing yourself to sing the lyrics or melody or whatever it is and occupy your mind that way. Um, like, so it's, you know, you're dissociating yourself from the workout and, maybe the negatives of like, I feel terrible right now, but I'm going to like try and have my focus on something else. Like that's kind of what their example was with that. And then association is just doing the opposite of that, you know? <clears throat> so it's like, if uh, we're doing a running workout, right. And your mind is wandering as you're doing an 800 meter run. It's like being, staying focused on, on the task at hand and focusing on your breathing, you know, your rhythm of that, or, you know, how fast you can recover, whatever it is like, but again, that's going to be more directly related to staying connected to what you're doing as with this association is trying to find something to take your mind off of it. Yeah. You know? yeah I know. I personally, I do the, uh, some counting tricks to, uh, trick my brain, you know, I'll count down, uh, instead yeah. of up if there's a big set, um, you know, I do, I do that often. I'll, I'll use phrases like, I'm already halfway done. You know, there's only five minutes to go. That can be so powerful. I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit more, I think, later in the after category, after the workout, but language is powerful. You know, we've already touched on that. Uh -huh. but the, way, the way you say things matters and saying there's only five minutes left to go is way better than saying, oh my God, there's five minutes to go. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Is there anything that you use? Well, and I think it, it's this, like, and I even try and do this as like coaching sometimes too. And like trying to have those positive thoughts and we'll use the timing example that you just said, like um, say it's 20 minutes and instead of being like, we're four minutes in, be like, we only have six minutes left. Or it's like, once it crosses really the halfway point, so say once we get to 10, then it goes into more of like the counting down, right? Yeah. So from zero to 10, you can use like, we're two minutes in, we're three minutes in, right? It's a smaller number to kind of play with. 
Uh, once you get past 10 minutes, you're like, there's eight minutes left. There's six yeah. minutes left. There's like, again, it's exactly what you just said, because language is, is super powerful. Yeah, it's something that I think about, too, as a coach. I don't say, mm-hmm. you've already done 18 minutes. I say, you have done. You have two minutes to go. Right, right. <laughs> Mentally, you're just like, yeah, my God, I didn't want to hear 18 minutes. No, you don't want to hear that. Yeah. Sometimes I do say halfway and people eye roll and I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Sometimes I do that for fun. <laughs> yeah, that's for me. That's for me. Yeah, that one's for me. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, let's go into, we finished the workout. So, you know, we talked about some strategies during the workout. Workout's over. All right, what do we think about now in terms of the mind game, the mental state of this, um, you know, to to have, a you know, positive adaptations going into the future? Uh, personally, and I want to get your, your uh, thought on this too, is I almost think your mindset post-workout is the most important one right um so some of those examples that we we listed earlier of you know the self-talk thing is a is a big thing right um uh like say you did a workout and it had pull-ups in it and you didn't get any pull-ups and you're like i'll never do pull-ups and like i can't do pull-ups and like you just automatically start beating yourself up right that is then setting the precedent going forward of how I'm always going to associate with pull-ups. Right. Um, I I also think it's like being overly critical or overanalyzing workouts start to become a, a negative, 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 negative thing where, um, like we, we talk about this all the time, right. Working out should be a stress relief for you. Like if you have a stressful job, don't make, your workout stressful right and post-workout if you start to overanalyze or i look at you and you you beat me by 20 reps or whatever and then i'm just like oh mike what blah 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 whatever right i'm already turning that into a negative experience that i just did instead of you know being more positive about it maybe i did get my first pull-up and i'm like instead of being like I only got one pull-up and Mike got five. Be like, no, I got my first pull-up. Yeah, that's amazing. That's a huge thing for me. Um, Or even on a smaller scale, it's like you showed up and you did the workout. You're better than 99% of the people in the world. Yeah. We, you know, the old, you know, adage of like, you're lapping everybody that's sitting on the couch right now. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I just think uh, it, not putting too much stock into things. Um, and again, using like uh, the, you know, we talked about the selective memory with stuff of, you know, over-exaggerating the importance of insignificant events. Um, like I missed a snatch um, or whatever it is. And like my entire workout was terrible because I missed that one snatch. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think, it's like you really just need to the self-talk piece of it is is good and then it's the the realization of what you just said too mike of like i had i got better because i did it not because i didn't do something in the workout but i got better because i worked out today yeah i mean it could be as simple as that like just to reframe anything into a positive right there it's so it sounds so simple but it but it's true like 
it doesn't you know it doesn't need to be this super fancy like thing that you don't have to get your first ring muscle up to be happy that you worked out right um you know just appreciate what you did for your body and well, for i your think mind. i think that too is like a good one is if i put too much focus on a one specific thing so ring muscle up and i got it or didn't get it um never like you said reframing your mindset of like uh don't focus on something so insignificant, right? If it is, if it's significant and you got it, focus on that, celebrate it, ring the bell, right? Your PR bell, like uh, bringing it back. Yeah. I always said, Eric, you know, he's like, I never rang the bell before. And then he got a PR this week and he went over and rang the bell. Like, yeah. Um, stuff like that. Like that, those are the things that should be celebrated because all right we'll even use that as an example too mike and i, and I don't want to go off on too big of a tangent here but like let's do it all right <laughs> is like um it was funny and i'm going to use eric as an example of like the conversation i had with him i was like i heard you ring the bell because i was out in the lobby and he was like yeah then i was talking to people and um they got a pr too he's like well go ring the bell and they were like no nah, i don't want to <laughs> ring the bell and like have focus on me Right. And that's already not again, I get it if you don't want to have all the attention on you for that split second, but like don't belittle your successes too. Right. Still celebrate them in just different ways. And I and yeah. I think that's important. Yeah, I think you mentioned it early in this discussion of post workout, like how important it is. I think it might even be more underestimated than before the workout that I mentioned before. I think a lot of people kind of are aware of during the workout because they're they're I think their thoughts are amplified a little bit. Um, but yeah, after the workout, I, I agree with you has more implications, I think, for how prepared you're going to be for the next one. And uh, yeah, I, I see a lot of what you mentioned, like this, I, I'm going to call it like a self-fulfilling prophecy of people like saying things like, I'm never going to be able to do a pull up or I always trip up on double unders and, uh, you know, I hate them. Uh, and they dig themselves these holes, you know, and then they sit in nice holes and that they dug for themselves, you know, and then it's hard to get out of that for the next workout. You know, I see it a lot with, uh, with nutrition. People yeah. are like, I am, I am the per type of person who always, uh, can never say no to a dessert or I'm the type of person who always snacks and can't, I can't control myself. Yeah. Well, guess what? You are right. You're the type <laughs> of person who will do that because you told yourself that that's who you are. Right. You know, you know, people, people make, make up these stories about themselves and they're true because you make them true, you know? I think, uh, you know, if you always tell yourself that that's the kind of person that you are, that is the person that you will be. You need to start changing that story and, uh, you know, rewriting it. And, you know, if you want to be a different person, you need to you need to believe that you can be. You know, I yeah. think, uh, you know, when it comes to working out, it's like catching yourself saying these like can't always never words. Um you know, at, particularly after workouts, uh, and being like, okay, like you don't have a pull up yet, but how can you work towards one? Because I guarantee if you start dedicating time and effort towards it, that one day you'll be able to do it. But I think it's an easy way out to say that you're just never going to do it. That's the easy way out. That's the, 
that's the all right that's your cop out yeah you know yeah um i think it's 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 really hard uh for a lot of people to do that especially if you have stressors outside of the gym man it can it can beat you up and like i think um we're not discounting any of that either by by talking about what we're what we're talking about today is if anything um hopefully what we're talking about is giving you those strategies or realizations of things of all right so maybe my work life is very stressful or my home life is very stressful and i want this time like my time to be not stressful and i want it to be a positive experience and then these are the things that we're talking about that can help you from like from getting them to be a um like a, a not a good a not a good thing right like a, not a positive experience um and i i really hope that people can take some of this and maybe it is the strategy of writing down your personal thoughts or whatever. Um, but it's like changing your mindset towards things. Um, I, I like, I joke about this a lot. It's like when I program or like my favorite type of workouts are the ones that are mentally hard. Right. Um, I like the ones where you have to be on the bike for, you know, the 30 minute bike ride that we did, what, I don't know, a year or so ago. And you have, you have to, you have to go somewhere else and you have to, you know, find these different ways of staying focused on something else instead of just staring at the clock and dreading the next 29 and a half minutes because you're 30 seconds in. Um, I, I really do think, um, and again, this is my, my own opinion, but I think mental toughness uh, kind of goes a very, very long way in, in people's lives. Um and what we do at the gym and everything is a really good way to 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 build on that, right? It's in this bubble of an experience, like it's not, you know, um, everything's like on fire at work and everything's blowing up and I need to kind of like get through that. That's a piece of it, but that's a that can be chaos in some way because there's all these other people and all these other things that can affect it. But like in the gym, in a hard workout, it's just you. And I think it's such a, it's such a good experience to try and help yourself get better at these things for the outside life, like outside of the CrossFit box. Um, I, I think that uh, uh, my hope is that people not only listen to what we're saying and kind of these different things, but also like consciously try and get better at them. Right. Because it can go such a long way when you are faced with adversity in your life. Right. You're like, I just did Murph and that's a, a ton of work and it was hard, but I made it through it and I am positive afterwards or whatever it is. Right. That's a big thing because there's a lot of people who don't do CrossFit or on the outside world that that would just destroy and they would never be able to to do it again or whatever. And it's like every time you do these hard workouts, you are getting a little bit better at at these things, right? Because you start to we we have that um, the thought process of like being saying yes to anything, right? The other layer to that is being able to handle anything, right? Yeah, saying yeah. yes to it and being able to physically handle things, but then emotionally handle things as well. 
and know that like nothing is going to be too challenging physically or mentally for me to overcome um, based off of what we're doing in the gym. That's a good point. I think that's a, a good thing to highlight here is like you can train your mental game like a muscle, you know, and CrossFit and these hard workouts is a great way to build up that mental muscle um, for things outside of the gym. Too, like yeah. you meant that like, like you mentioned you know you're gonna face some adversity in life uh that's just a guarantee and you know refining that that mental game you know in these tough moments uh will go a long way to helping you the next time that something happens to you yeah um, and i think that's an important piece of this yeah i i, I jokingly say it and i'm sure that everybody if you listen to this and you've taken a class with me um I've said it a lot, probably to everybody over the course of the past couple of years, but I hope that the workout that we just did was the hardest part of your day, yeah, right? You're lucky. Right. And if that is the case, great. You have gotten better because again, you can mentally and physically handle anything outside of this. And like, I joke when I say it, but I actually do really mean what I say in that exactly what we're talking about today for those reasons. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, what else do you want to touch on here? Like after the workout, um, I'm going to do a little, a little summation of what we kind of talked about. I think, you know, first of all, you know, we talked about before the workout, not relying on motivation and, you know, kind of catching this all or nothing mindset, checking in with your self-talk, maybe writing some of it down, um, and just kind of checking in there and like making sure that you're, you're bringing some attention to that piece of this. And then during your workout, you know, focusing on what you're doing, trying to get as much as close to that flow state as you can, uh, where you're tuning out distractions and you're focusing your attention on what, what matters in that moment. Um, and then after the workout, like you said, just recognizing that this is like building your mental muscle for, for harder things. Um, and, uh, not being overly critical, uh, of yourself, um, and celebrating those, those victories as they come. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to, that I'm left out of that? I don't think so. I, I think you kind of, was a good little clean sweep there, Mike. <laughs> I was jotting stuff down. I was like, oh, I do. I do want to uh, mention this. Like, you know, if you, you know, after the workout, you get done and, uh, you know, it didn't go the way that you wanted it to do to go. I think, um, you know, uh, having like this little trick in your sleeve, I'm going to quote Ted Lasso, which is a great, <laughs> great show right now. He tells uh, one of his players who just made a, a big mistake uh, in one of the games. He was like, he's like, Sam. I want you to be a goldfish. And he's like, what do you mean? Why would I want to be a goldfish? And the goldfish has the shortest mem uh, attention or uh, memory of any animal. Yeah. All right. They, they forget things within 15 seconds. <laughs> so, you know, I think be a goldfish, you know, uh, move on to the next thing and reframe it uh, into a more positive. We talked about like a realistic mindset. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're going to go a long way for making yourself more prepared for the next workout. And, and then again, something that happened in your life, 
right? So outside of the gym, just just as important, if not. Yeah, I like it. Boom. Yeah, we'll quote something from uh, a movie that we just watched the other day. In uh, Finding Nemo, just keep swimming. <laughs> Keeping with the the fish. Keeping it with the here. fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let us know your thoughts on this one. You know, what goes through your mind in a tough workout? What are some tricks or things that you use to to uh, to get yourself through it? Uh, and just and as always, let us know if you have any ideas uh, for any future podcasts. Sean, it was good talking to you today. Good talking to you too, Mike. All right, everybody. Have a good one.